When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the city of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! Steps into it, pass is caught, digs, sideline, touchdown, unbelievable, Vikings win it. Here's your ball game, folks, as Flutie takes the snap, he drops straight back, has some time, now he scrambles away from one hit, looks, uncorks a deep one for the end zone, Thalen is down there. Oh, he got it, he got it, he got it, Christie kicks it high and short. Going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Yeah, Pitches it, to... it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. 30, He's 40, got something. 50, He's got it. 40, He's got 40, it. 20, 10, He's got 5, it. End zone. Touchdown, Titans. There are no flags on the field. Under center is Wangler at the 45. He goes back. He's looking for a receiver. He throws down to the corner. at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Unreal. Utah, give me two. Yeah! Hey, it's the football show. Also podcast, two L's, two Z's. Utah, give me two. Anybody know what this is? Come on, somebody. Air drums. Yeah! All right. A little Tuckwell Super Bowl to get your Friday going here. Week 14 in the NFL. Woo! We got a lot of teams on buys this week. That's kind of boring. That takes some of the fun out of it. But you got me. I'm here. I'm ready to rock. It's Palazzo Podcast. We're going to talk week 14 NFL, cover every game, talk about start sits. Get any questions in the live chat? You know how to do that. It's real simple. You just type stuff, and it goes into the live chat. Very easy. Okay, enough of that. Well, that was way too long on the Tecmo Super Bowl intro. Oh man, what was your favorite team on Tecmo Super Bowl? 
Do you have one? Because everybody has one. I have a assortment of favorites. Of course, the Lions were fun because you got Barry Sanders, unstoppable. But also you got the run-and-shoot offense. You know, Mouse Davis, Wayne Fonts, early 90s Lions. A lot of fun. That's a team that went to the NFC championship game against Washington, who won the Super Bowl that year. I know. It's crazy to think about that, but it really did happen. It's a true story. All right, so uh, what are you guys thinking this week? You know, what's on your mind? Tell me. Dive in. Just Bob says, better trade. Brittany Griner or Russ Wilson? There's probably a message in there somewhere. I just don't know what it is. Message! But, glad Brittany Griner's home. Good for her. Why would I begrudge that? Congratulations. I mean, it's weed. Weed, folks. I don't understand this obsession with weed still. Weed is so... Yesterday's news! Come on! Troll toll! I guess Brittany had to pay the troll toll. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's what happened. Anyways, I'm really trying to find the right angle here. I feel like my face is a little too close. I want to peel this back a tad. Uh-oh, spoiler alert. Doesn't look so good on the green screen, though. Anyways, uh, Just Bob's here in the live chat, and he says it's too soon. Yeah, well, you brought it up, Just Bob. That's on you. I didn't do that, okay? Wow, dude. So... <clears throat> How about that game last night? <laughs> Baker Mayfield? What the hell? Oh. I got to give it up for Baker Mayfield, though. I'm not a fan of his. I don't care about him. But what he did against the Raiders last night was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Look at the probabilities in the history of the league. What he did showing up a couple days after deciding with the team on a short week against a team that's trying to make the playoffs... He flat out won the game. He didn't just cover the spread for the Rams. They won. Unbelievable. Mayfield for the win. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible what he did. Oh, Jamie's jumping in. Oh, Traylon Burks is out. Yeah, no Traylon Burks this week. He got destroyed. I did predict on this show right here, though, that Traylon Burks would score his first touchdown of the season. And, And though he got injured on that play and never came back, he did score his first touchdown of the season. Yes. I felt good about that one. It feels good to get something right. Don't always get it right. Sometimes I get it wrong. I'm a human being. My name is Michael Gobier, and I make mistakes. And sometimes I get things wrong. I know. A lot of shocking developments early on in this show. But congratulations to Baker Mayfield. Who are people more happy for right now? Brittany Griner or Baker Mayfield? Maybe I should do a poll here on the YouTube channel. I've been doing some polls because YouTube's trying to make their channels more social media oriented, not just videos where, hey, post your latest musings on blah, 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 or hey, blah, 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 Feels like they're a little late to the game on that, and I guess TikTok has really pushed YouTube lately. If we're talking about social media and who's winning the war, TikTok has forced YouTube to make some adjustments and change the way they do business. Shocking news for sure. But maybe if they smoked more weed at YouTube, they'd feel better. But look, you know, you got any weed? I need some weed because this is fucking depressing. I mean, well, yeah, that happens. Jasper's in the house. Hiya, fellas. Jasper, how you been, man? You haven't really told me what's been going on in your life lately. Jasper has been a loyal Palazzo pal for a long time. He said on the other show last night, was it, that he went 6-2 and two recently on his college football picks because of moi. That's right, folks. Hell yeah. That's me. 
bringing the thunder on college football picks. That's putting it mildly. That's putting it mildly. I've had a hell of a year. The amount of volume I play over at FTN, I put all my college football picks, and I put them on my Patreon. So either way, you got to pay for them. But heavy volume every week. I don't play just four or five games. I play a lot of games because that's just what I like to do. And it's been a winning formula for me. 30 games over 500 as we go into bowl season. So if you want access to that, you're going to be in a bowl pool. You want to win money, whether it's confidence rated or not. Winners are winners. And I'm going to help you with that. So go to the Palazzo Podcast Patreon, which I'm going to reform. I want anybody who's a patron right now to hear this. I have not forgotten about you. And we're going to step it up. January is a couple weeks away. I'm going to reformat. The Patreon give you more consistent content where I'll lay out a schedule so you can know what to expect on what day. Not just, oh, I don't know. Is it going to post something soon or not? That is not how to do proper business. I've let you down, and I'm aware of that. And I just want you to know that I'm not ignoring that at all. Okay? Second down and nine. So just know that. Because the Plaza Podcast Patreon should be a positive thing that helps you. And with Fantasy baseball really kicking into high gear now. We got so many moves. We just did two shows yesterday. We did the prospect show, me and Ben, which you can catch here on this feed or listen to it on your preferred podcast platform, which if you're listening right now and you've never rated the show, listen to me, hear me now. If you've never reviewed the Palazzo podcast, please stop what you're doing. If you're using Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review as a Hanukkah present, a Christmas present, whatever you want to call it. Could you please do that if you've never done it? You can only do it once, and you can never do it again. So please, give us a five. If you give us four out of five stars, that sucks. In the movie world, if you got four out of five stars on a film, that's still pretty damn good. But in the rating world, four out of five stars is like getting an E. It's like a fail. Okay? So please, Review the show if you haven't. If you use Spotify, you can click five stars. You don't have to write a review. You just click the five stars where there's a little star button on your Spotify mobile, and that's it. So I would love for that to be a reality. Having said that, Lazo Patreon will be revamped and reborn. I love a revamp. I love a rebrand. And we're going to move into 2023 stronger than ever with the consistent schedule for you. Mark my words, okay? I hear you, and I'm not going to abandon you on the Patreon, I promise. As far as the Discord, it's always free, has been free, and will continue to be free. But if you are a patron, we do have secret channels for patrons only. So if you've been in the Discord for a while, you've been missing out on that if you were not a patron. And those will also be maximized going forward. That's it. I'll throw down the gauntlet. I'm being honest and direct. I don't want to take advantage of anybody. I'm not here to do that. If anybody wants their money back recently from the last month or two on the Patreon, just hit me up. I'll happily send you a returned refund. I am not kidding at all. MJ Govier on Twitter, Palazzo Podcast, you two L's, two E's me two. on your favorite social media. All right, here, let's see what's going on in the live chat. Jasper says, doing good, just trying to keep it together and stay out of trouble. Just like RoboCop says, stay out of trouble. Good for you, Jasper. You're a good boy. It also says, Bob, Jamie, how's this going? Oh, yeah, you guys love to have your side conversations here in the live chat. And you're welcome to do that. Go to town. Live it up. Got to live it up. Live it up. Isn't that a 80s rock song? Live it up. Live it up. Blah, blah, blah. Oh. I think I saw that or heard that song in the movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg and Jennifer Aniston. Have you ever seen a Rockstar? Very underrated movie. I'm not a fan of 80s hair metal. I understand how absurd it is, but 
you know, I think round and round by rats with two. Give me two. Utah. Tease. Give me two. It's pretty damn good. Overall, not a huge fan of 80s hair metal, but the movie Rockstar kicks ass. There you go. Jasper's LOLing. That's good. Good, my friend. Good. All right. So Baker Mayfield pulls off a miracle. The Raiders are the Raiders. Derek Carr sucks. He sucks. What what has Derek Carr ever given us? Raiders fans, what has Derek Carr ever given you? And from a fantasy perspective, what has Derek Carr done for us? He's had a very disappointing season. He supposedly was getting Josh McDaniels, who really looks like he's lived off the land that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick cultivated for a long, long time. Really, Josh McDaniels was just a a house guest. He stayed in the guest house. Maybe there's an extra cottage on the ranch. I mean, he definitely was not one of the farmhands doing the dirty work, right? Isn't that obvious by now? Josh McDaniels is a fraud. Fraud. It's very clear to me. But I don't know everything. I've also been reviewing my work this year, and I feel like I'm not, I'm not giving you guys what I want to be giving you. I expect more out of myself, and I'm not trying to be harsh and critical here of myself. I want to give myself credit when I'm doing well, but I want to not rely on certain crutches. And according to my own audit of the Palazzo podcast and this year's work, which also includes the Cinema 9 podcast, which is a movie show I do. If you love movies, you should be absolutely checking out the Cinema 9 podcast. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Me and two of my old pals talking movies every week. That's fun right there. Fun, fun, fun. And you won't need any weed for it. Just You can be sober and it's fun. That's putting it mildly. So check out Cinema 9. Also, First Day Pod. Me and Leanne are back. We almost pod faded, but we didn't. We avoided that. We're still doing okay. We're doing live shows. First Day Pod on YouTube. And, of course, your favorite podcast platform. I love doing that show with her. We've done real simple. Half-hour shows every Monday night, released every Monday night. Keep it simple. We can do a half-hour. It's not hard. And we talk about life. So if you want to get real, try to learn some things, share with others, First Day Pod's for you. And then there's Is It Safe, which is the least known of my pods, but probably the most controversial because we just say whatever we want, whenever we want. It's not meant to be controversial. We're just having conversations. We talk about politics and sports and music and entertainment, social issues, everything. Whatever comes up, we're just going to start talking about it. Is It Safe might be my most enjoyable show to do. And if you've never listened to it, give it a shot. And we're not trying to focus on one type of audience. We're not trying to do right or left. We want to connect with everybody on Is It Safe. It's very important to us that we do that. Okay? Last night, we did a great episode with a friend of mine, Steve. Shout out to Steve, who's one of the legends of my life all time. And we talked about Shelby Foote. Does anybody know who Shelby Foote is? PBS Civil War series. Remember Ken Burns? Before Ken Burns became synonymous with... (laughs) How do I say it? Uh, There's a Ken Burns transition you can use on iMovie, right? Use the Ken Burns where you zoom in or slowly pan in or out of a still photo. Ken Burns invented that trick, basically, because it's called the Ken Burns now in iMovie. But before that, he was just Ken Burns documentarian and the first one that really popped for him was the civil war one he did i think in the early 90s and shelby foot was <laughs> he was a guy who told a lot of stories about the confederate soldiers the way he talked he talked like he was from our kansas and he was a good lad 
and war was a very complicated time for many men who struggled with their inner turmoil, not aware of maybe one day that they would die for a cause that they did not truly believe in. There you go. That's Shelby Foote. That's really just a complete disservice to him. In fact, I was on Nick Pollock and Friends the other day. Check out that show, too. Nick Pollock and Friends. No fantasy baseball talk. No fantasy football talk. We just talked about life with Nick Pollock of Pitcher List. If you don't know who Nick Pollock is, check it out. Nick Pollock and Friends. It's a podcast. And we were talking about, you know, our, uh, our lives. What the hell was I just talking about now? See, I lost my train of thought. I had a point there. We're talking about Shelby Foote. Oh, impressions. Yes. So he asked me to do an impression of Ernie Harwell, which he really put me on the spot there. I love Ernie Harwell. One of the all-time greats there ever was and ever will be in terms of play-by-play voices. And he stood there like the house by the side of the road and watched it go by. Struck him off. Love Ernie Harwell. But Nick tried to make me, and I did. I you know, I humored him. I did a terrible Ernie Harwell impression on that show. So my apologies to the Harwell estate and any Tigers fans. I did not mean offense. Go Tigers. It was just, he put me on the spot and I tried it. Yeah, I did the best I could in the moment. So anyways, that's the story here. Is it safe? All those shows. And the whole point of what I was trying to tell you here is that I am looking at what I'm doing and I'm not. I'm using the word so a lot, and I'm using buts. A lot of buts and so's, and I'm leaning on them. I don't talk like that in normal conversation. But I don't feel nervous either. I think I've just developed. I'm also saying like a lot more than I ever would want to. So I'm trying to get rid of like, so, and but in 2023 during these performances, these shows that I entertain and inform you with right here on the Palazzo Podcast. You talk. Give me two. Give me two. Okay. So, I think that covers everything. Oh, the FTN Baseball Draft Guide. I work at FTN. I mentioned that earlier. I do college football picks. I do prize picks. If you're really into player props, we got a free pick tracker at ftndaily.com. And if you really like what you see, whether it's at FTN Daily, FTN Bets, and FTN Fantasy, use my promo code MJGovier. Sign up for a package and give it a shot. You're going to save a couple bucks when you use the promo code, and you will get access what we do and it helps me with the company makes me look good because somebody signed up because of me which is that's a good thing thank you so check out the ftn 2023 fantasy baseball guide when it drops on december 21st if you're a member i think you'll already get it if you're not a member you'll have to pay for it but it's totally worth it it was so good last year and it's only getting better because vlad sedler is leading the charge on that vlad sedler's the man who wouldn't listen to Rotogut? He's the master. Rotogut knows all. Love Rotogut. Vlad's a great guy, but he's also very knowledgeable and informed, and he's going to put together the best fantasy baseball draft guide across the business in 2023. Comes out December 21st, ftnfantasy.com. Boom. Lock that in. In fact, I'll lock it in right now. There you go. Okay. I think that covers all the business notes that I wanted to cover. Thank you, everybody. 2023 is going to be better than ever. I always believe the next year is always going to be better than the last one because that's why I live. I live for improvement and to grow and to learn. And I can't wait to see what develops in this coming year. I'm excited. Of course, I'm a Jew too. So we already started our new year a couple months ago. You know, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. It's the Jewish new year. We turn over a new leaf. We start fresh. So 
I tried that one too, but I'm all down for any type of change in new beginnings, whether it's the Gregorian calendar or the Jewish calendar or the Chinese calendar, whatever it is, I'm down with it. I love rebirth. Feels good. Real good. Okay. What the hell are you guys blabbing on about here in the live chat? Oh boy, I see. Lick it up, says Bob. I don't even know what the hell that's about. Jasper says, I'm watching that tonight, MJ. I assume you're talking about the show I did with Ben, the Prospect Show, or are you talking about me and Deary got the band back together? Yes, me and Deary are still very much connected with the baseball show. That's the original version of the Plotso podcast. Christopher Deary and myself talking fantasy baseball. And we broke down some of the signings from the winter meetings and the recent flurry of action in the Hot Stove League. Good times, noodle salad. So check that out. And then, lastly... And I've mentioned this before. Last time I'll say this for a little bit, okay? I promise. Justin Henry Malloy was traded to my very own Detroit Tigers. And I'm stoked about it. Go Tigers. I'm loving it. Justin Henry Malloy allowed me and Benjamin Chase to interview him last month in Arizona in his living room, of all places. He's a professional baseball player. He cracked AAA with the Braves this past season. Now he's been traded for Joe Jimenez of the Tigers. Go Tigers. And he's going to be a major league player with the Detroit Tigers at Comerica Park someday very, very soon. I'm very fortunate to have any relationship with Justin Henry Malloy at all, and I know he's really excited. I, I hit him up after he got traded, and he said, let's go. He is stoked to be a part of the historic franchise that is the Detroit Tigers. Go Tigers. And I can't wait to see him make his debut. He's going to do it this year. I'm telling you, he's going to make his debut at the major league level. And the reason I'm telling you this is because me and Ben interviewed him last month. That video is currently pinned and locked in on our YouTube channel here, the Palazzo Podcast YouTube. So check out that interview. A lot of people who hadn't seen it before, who are finally starting to see it, are saying how awesome it is because it's such a candid, open conversation in his living room. We just turned the camera on and we started asking him questions. And he was open and honest about all of it. He's got that innocence that you can't get with major leaguers necessarily. Because once you get into the major league machine and you go through the rigmarole of the process of the PR that starts to fill you with cliches, Justin doesn't have that yet. And that's why that interview, it will always be a very special moment for me because he was open and honest about baseball, his life, and he's so level-headed. That's why I think, forget his talent because he's already talented. I know that. He can crush dongs, okay? But it's his level-headed nature at such a young age that will serve him well when he struggles through a cold streak because that's what baseball is, right? We know you're going to struggle. You're not going to hit for a while. And his perspective and attitude will get him through the hard times. And that's why I think he'll be a rock-solid, excellent major league player someday soon. And I'm going to lock that in right now. There you go. Okay. All right, let's get into the football now. No more of this... Talk about baseball and all the other things I'm doing. Make sure you're following us on Twitter. Make sure you're free in the Discord. Jump in that Discord link anytime you want. Plausible Podcast Discord is very, very cool. All right. So let's talk about week 14 in the NFL. NFL football. It's football. America's game. We love football. Don't you love when coaches get pissed? I love when coaches get pissed. It's really one of the highlights of my life. A coach getting angry, it's so funny. Man. I've made a huge mistake. Yeah, well, we all make huge mistakes, but when coaches get pissed... I'm a man! I'm 40! I love that! I love when coaches get pissed. That's my thing. Jasper says, two L's, two Z's, baby! Jasper's always there for me with the two L's and two Z's. Thank you, Jasper, for doing that. 
Thank you for teaching me. Don't give up on me, Dad. So, week 14. Like I said, we got a lot of buys, which really sucks because we had two buys last week, and then we have a ton of buys this week. What the hell, NFL? Who makes these schedules and why? I know you want to give as many teams as possible a late-season buy because having that week 14 buy, that's a big advantage, especially if you're beat up. But it's not great for the fans. Ruins the schedule for us. But we got plenty of fun games. We got the Jets and the Bills. That'll be a great game. Browns Bengals is going to be a good contest. Even the Lions by Bozo Lions, who are apparently favored against the Vikings, who are 10 and 2. Of course, we know the Vikings have won almost all of their games by a touchdown or less. Very, very tight contest. And they've been able to win them. So logic would dictate that eventually they will lose a close game. And in fact, the Lions were up 10 on the Vikings when they played them in Minnesota earlier this season, and they blew that game, of course, and lost. The Lions should really be over 500. They should be a team that is currently in the playoffs. But dumb mistakes, uh, getting murdered by the Patriots 29 to nothing on the road, that, that's unforgivable. How could, you be, how could you let that happen, Dan Campbell? Don't be that guy. 29 nothing to the Patriots doesn't look very good right now in week 14. It looks like a fluke. Matt Patricia, former coach of all the assholes who could get back over on the Detroit Lions. The last guy I wanted that to be was Matt Patricia. That really sucked. But here we are in the United States of America, December 9th, 2022. And the Lions have a shot. They really do. This is America, Jack. They got a shot to make the playoffs. And the Vikings game is going to be a doozy. It's going to be a real doozy. I'm excited for it. I cannot wait to see that game. I think the Lions are going to win it straight up. But then we've got uh, Jags, Titans. That's kind of fun. And then the NL East, you people over there on the East Coast, I know you're out there. You love it. You love it. Eagles and Giants are going head-to-head. NL East showdown. The Giants are falling apart. They're going to need a miracle. Can't always get that miracle, though, can you? It's hard to find that miracle. It is. But if you keep striving for it, and you never give up. One day your dreams can come true. Oh, isn't that nice? Look at that. That's a beautiful moment for me right there. Thank you. <laughs> what am I doing? I love screwing around like that. I like to have fun. I like to have a good time. All right, so uh, let's go week by week, year by year, season by season. Woo! Man, football. It's almost over. I really want to cherish it. After that Thursday night game, Think about it. This week, we've had shit football. The Monday night game and the Thursday night game had the same damn score. 17 to 16. Lame. Both were unders. Damn it. It's boring as hell. Tom Brady pulled a miracle, and Baker Mayfield pulled a miracle. Two guys, two different quarterbacks. One, the greatest ever to do it. The other, an afterthought, former first-round number one overall bust. And they both did the same thing. They led two touchdown drives in the last few minutes of a game, of a game they had no business winning, either one of them. So what's, how does this happen? It's such a bizarre moment. We've seen Tom Brady do it a million times. That's not a, really surprising to any of us. But it is surprising to see Baker Mayfield, of all people, pull off that miracle. It's so absurd. So absurd. It makes me want to scream like Gilbert Gottfried. Yes. This is what I think of when I think of the absurdity of Baker Mayfield pulling off that stunner against the Raiders. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. It's lights out madness. Absolute madness. Good God, how did it happen? Woo! 
Get on track, OVA. That's right. Auto Rhythm Sports. Make sure you guys are following Auto Rhythm Sports. That's Jamie's show. They have a lot of fun over there. I posted on my Twitter earlier this week. Talking football. Jamie's a good dude. He's always supported our show. The least we can do is follow Out of Rhythm Fantasy Sports. Booyah. Okay. So let's go game by game. Dive into the details. Jets at Bills. The Jets are 10-point dogs. All the things we've seen the Jets do. Mike White, better than Mr. Wilson. Zach Wilson sucked. Mike White's way better. Even if he's not more talented, he gets results. And they should have beat the Vikings last week. They should have, but that goal line stand prevented that from happening. So kudos to the Vikings defense, which is not very good at all, but they did pull off the goal line stand against Mike White and the Jets to prevail and get the cover last week, most importantly. It looks like this is an easy call to take the plus 10 with the Jets because the Bills lost to the Jets outright a few weeks back in a game that they should have won. They were up 10. Actually, in that game, the Bills were up 10 on the Jets, and then it just all fell apart. The Jets pulled it out and won the game outright. And the Bills looked good against the Patriots last time out on Thursday Night Football. Again, another kind of boring game, primetime game. When was the last good primetime game we've had? I can't really... It's stale, real stale. I mean, the Cowboys dismantled the Colts on Sunday night last week. 54-19. 54-19. It was a closer game, too, until the fourth quarter. Then the Cowboys just exploded with rage. And they shut down those bastards. Whatever, motherfucker! Well, no, it's not whatever. It's true. So the Cowboys, by the way, one of the most difficult things for me right now is to think about the Cowboys from the perspective of an elite team. Because they've always been paper tigers, right? A team that looks good on the surface, but never delivers results. They're always letting their fan base down and really all the NFL down. They get hyped up because of the Cowboys and the NFL always puts them in the spotlight and they never deliver. But this year's team doesn't appear to be that team any longer. And it's really hard. This is one of the hardest things to do is to reframe your perspective on a team that you're so familiar with the expectation on. Just like my Bozo Lions. They're not the Cowboys yet, but the Bozo Lions are changing the perspective of the team we've known, the SOL Lions, for decades, for eons. That's the same thing with the Cowboys, except they're, I think they're a contender, an actual Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I said it. Wow, dude. I know, it's pretty crazy to think about, but I really do think that's where we are. It's... It's wild, man. It's really wild. So this is one of the most important things we can do as analysts. We're playing fantasy football as fantasy managers. We have to be able to identify players on teams that are legit and can provide us with winning results. Not stuck in the old ways. Let the old ways die, just like Bradley Cooper said. Remember that movie that took over the world for a while when him and Lady Gaga, they just were the kings of the queens of the world? A star is born. In the shalalalalalalo. In the shalalalalalo. Right now, you're so pissed because I put that in your mind. You are so pissed. Oh, yeah. Yep, sorry about that. I did it to you. And uh, I take responsibility for that. All right, so Jets, Bills. Mike White should be able to take advantage 
of some offensive opportunities. Now, Vaughn Miller's done. He's done for the year. Vaughn Miller, bye-bye. See ya. Troll toll. Yeah, maybe uh, Vaughn Miller didn't pay the troll toll when he signed with the Bills. I don't know how that works, but I, I'm not familiar with troll law and the ins and outs of the troll world, but I got to imagine if you take advantage of the trolls, they will spite you and ruin you, okay? Uh, uh, Odd Rhythm Sports says, Jasper, the Nick show was good insight on Govier. Oh, yes. when I <laughs> The Nick and you show, that was Nick Pollock and friends. Again, I mentioned that earlier. Check that out. I was very honest in the show. He just asked me questions about life, and I just kept talking, you know? Just kept saying things. It was fun. It's fun to talk about life. Uh, OBJ is out on Dallas. I'm rather glad he's not joining the team. Cowboys fans here since I was 12, their D is spot on this year. Yeah, who cares if Odell Beckham Jr. shows up or not? He's not a difference maker anymore, in my opinion. He's just another guy. I mean, he's a solid veteran wide receiver coming off an ACL injury. He's not something incredible. He's not a player who's going to be a game changer. He's not going to be on your roster and help you win the Super Bowl. He's just not. In terms of making a legendary play that changes everything. Right? He's not the kind of guy that's going to, you know, piss off the opposing coach by making a legendary play that sends that coach into a fury of rage. That's not who OBJ is anymore. OBJ is a guy who just, uh, he's just, he's just average now to me. He's a rock solid possession receiver. That's how I see OBJ now. I cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. Can't do it. Sorry. Sorry, OBJ. That's how it goes. Jasper says, I like Nick. Known him a long time. Oh, good for you, Jasper. That's great, buddy. Steelers since 72. Jesus Christ, 72. Jasper, I forget how old Jasper is sometimes. He's a little older, but not too much older. That 72 is misleading. He's just been around a bit. He's seen some shit. Okay? I love Jasper. Jasper, so glad you're here. You've always supported the show. And I hope I can do something for you, Jasper. Whatever that is, let me know. Because I want to give back. I don't want to just take, take, take. I want to give back. All right, so the Bills, I, I'm taking the Jets in the 10 points, but I really feel like it's a sucker's play. The Bills wide receivers outside of Stephon Diggs, you cannot play them. You cannot trust Gabe Davis or Mr. McKenzie because the Jets do such a good job with their coverage. And that front is so stout. This is going to be a tight, low-scoring game. It will be. I'd be shocked if the Bills were able to put up 25 or more points on this Jets D. I would be shocked. I really would. Okay? I just don't see things playing out that way. But then again, do I know everything? No, I do not. If you're looking for Captain Obvious, I just told you, I don't know everything. (laughs) Oh, shit. What the hell happened there? Okay, so it looks like uh, Cortland Sutton, by the way, injury notes here. Oh, wait a minute. Did I get rid of that? Shit. Why did I get rid of that? Booyah. I feel bad. You know, when I do the soundboard over here, I only have eight sounds at a time, and then I have to switch banks to use eight more different sounds. It's really complicated. I'm hosting the show, thinking about football, analyzing the game, and trying to produce it simultaneously. I've told you guys this before, but it's a lot to do at once. In fact, I would argue there are... We're live. This is a live show. I really don't think there's anybody in the business could do what I do in terms of all these things. Make it entertaining, informative, and produce, analyze, host simultaneously. I'm doing all these things right now in real time. And I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you so you understand the challenge and what I'm able to provide here that other people can't. 
It's okay if you can't. Pre-record your show and then upload it later. You don't have to do it live. Nobody said we had to do these shows live. It's funny, live streaming just became more of a thing, right? But I think a lot of people prefer to pre-record and then upload. That way, if they make any mistakes, you know, they can edit things out. We're live here. Whatever I say, it's etched in stone forever. You know what I mean? Forever. Squints, it's forever. And there's no changing that ever again. Ever again. Forever. Forever. There you go. Forever. Forever, Mar. All right. Uh, I had a point. I was talking about something, and now I don't know what the hell it was. Can you guys help me out here? This is the hard thing, too, when you're trying to produce and do a show all at once. You really want to keep on track, but I realized. Oh, I got it. Okay, now I remember. I remember now. I was talking about Cortland Sutton for a moment, and injuries were a topic. That sounds familiar. Sounds very familiar to me. Yes. So let's talk about some of the injuries and the possible players who might be available, who might not be available as of 4.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday afternoon, December 9th. Okay. So Cortland Sutton's not going to play Sunday against the Chiefs for the Denver Broncos. That's a done deal. Kadarius Tony up in the air. Still questionable uh, as of Friday afternoon. Looks like uh, Daryl Henderson's back on the waiver wire. What a shock. <laughs> I don't think anybody's shocked by that one. Daryl Henderson sucks. And if you haven't dropped him by now, that's your fault. It is. He's, he's a waste of space. Trevor Lawrence still up in the air for Sunday against the Titans. That's going to be a big loss. They really could take advantage of that Titans pass defense. I hope Trevor Lawrence plays. If he doesn't, can you name the Jaguars backup quarterback? This is a fun little game we can play, right? Name that Jaguars quarterback. I got to tell you, I'm thinking about it right now. Is it David Gerrard? Wow, dude. No, it's probably not David Gerrard, is it? Let's see. It can't be... It's not Blaine Gabbard anymore, right? He's long gone. Forever. Yeah, he's been gone forever. So it's not Blaine Gabbard. It's not David Gerrard. I'm trying to think of the Jaguars' backup quarterback here. Let me think about this for a minute. Here we go. Hmm. I don't know the answer. Do you guys have it in the chat? Pickett? Oh, it can't be Pickett. I don't think this was his answer. He was just saying, Kenny Pickett. I don't know the Jaguars backup quarterback is. I'm actually stumped on this. I cannot believe I don't know the answer to this. This is pretty funny. I'm going to look it up now, and I'm going to tell you the truth because I don't know the answer. The Jaguars without Trevor Lawrence, though, I know immediately are our worst team, which is really saying something because the Jaguars are already such a pain in the ass and not great, Bob. Not great at all. And That's putting it mildly. Yeah, that is putting it mildly. The backup quarterback is the one, the only, the man whose father was a great GM or was it his grandfather? C.J. Beathard is the backup quarterback in Jacksonville, and he's in line to start the game. This Sunday, if Trevor Lawrence cannot go against the Tennessee Titans. Lock it in. So, 
CJ Beathard came up with the 49ers. I remember a couple of games where he was serviceable. And with Marvin Jones, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, everybody's at his disposal, including Evan Ingram, who is, by the way, uh, shout out to Deep Fried Butt Leavens, who loves Evan Ingram and cannot quit him. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Deep Fried. By the way, you hear that name and you're like, Deep Fried Butt Leavens? What the hell are you talking about? That's his, that's his screen name. It's a great name. I think it's hilarious. In fact, it was the reason I was drawn to him in the first place. When I first saw it on Twitter about a year ago, I was like, who the hell is this? Who is this? Deep Fried Butt Leavens? This guy's right up my alley. That's hilarious. So I thought it was funny. And to me, he is still funny. But he does have an obsession with Evan Ingram. He also started John Wolford last night, which is not his fault at all. Because when we talked about it in the Discord, which is where you can have these conversations with me and everybody else. We got a lot of people who know what they're talking about in the Discord. Excuse me. That's right. I just burped. But... We got a lot of people who can help you out. And we were talking about should this is a super flex league now. Should Deep Fried Butt even start John Wolford or not or go a different way? And it looked like it was going to be Wolford for me. I said, if he's going to play, he can perform against the Raiders. I really believe that because it was so unlikely that Baker Mayfield could show up after just signing with the team on a short week, doesn't know the playbook, and would perform. It was the most unlikely thing to me. And I believe in what I said. I don't regret saying what I said about Baker Mayfield pregame at all. I don't. Because nine times out of ten, that's going to be true. You just can't do what he did. It's truly another anomaly in a season full of anomalies this year. There's been so many of them. The Bills game where they ran a billion plays and still lost to the Dolphins. Unheard of. The game where the Dolphins beat the Ravens in that comeback. That was another unheard of comeback. There's been so many anomalies this year in the NFL. A ton of them. Look them up. Check the record book. It's been bonkers. Absolute bonkers madness. Jesus. So I don't regret that, but... Okay, I'm getting a little getting a little upset here. I need to calm down. Okay, I feel better. Do you guys feel better? Either way... Uh, if it's C.J. Beathard instead of Trevor Lawrence, I don't know. I don't think you can really go that route. Can't do it. But if you're on a bye, like we said, a lot of teams on buys this week, that might put you in a situation where you really were relying on Trevor Lawrence. And if it's going to be C.J. Beathard, I guess if you're on a bye and you have to make the playoffs, you really have no choice. You should start Beathard. You really should. He still has all those guys he can throw to and make plays with. That is the only saving grace. And Beathard in a one-off is not a bad idea. He's not some god-awful player. I mean, he's a backup. But, like I said, he's had moments in his career where you say, oh, wow, look what he did. Hey, look at that. Would you look at that? Look at that guy. He can play. He can play. Can't do it. Well, sometimes he can't do it, but you can. I believe you can. Start C.J. Beathard. That's my final answer. Locked it in. There you go. C.J. Beathard is the man. And if he has to play for Trevor Lawrence, then he will make a difference. He will make a difference. He will. He will. Uh, look at his career, by the way. He's thrown 18 touchdowns to 13 interceptions, 3,500 yards. In fact, he started, the most games he ever started was 2017 and 18 for the Giants. Giants. San Francisco. Look at this. It says SF San. It looks like the acronym for the San Francisco 49ers. It looks like it's SFO here on Football Reference. ProFootballReference.com? What the hell? Doesn't make any sense. 
Anyways, he started five games in 2017 and 18. That's 10 starts. He threw a combined 12 touchdown passes to 13 interceptions. It's not great. Uh, uh, It's not good. Yeah, it's not good. Okay. I don't want him to have a meltdown because he's given the start. And then he disappoints his Jaguar teammates, and then some coach goes off on him. Like, a miscalculation you know. there, and you're upset. Tell yeah, me about it. Yeah, very upset. We should have been in a ball game with fast field goal. The coach had sent him in. We shouldn't have sent him in. That's a dang coaching mistake. That the kids are playing their tail off, and the coaches are screwing it up. Okay, there you go. I don't want that to be C.J. Beathard. So the bottom line is this, though. With the amount of buys that are happening this week, you're going to have to start Beathard if Lawrence is not a go. But as of right now, he still might be a go. By the way, the team's on bye this week. The Bears, Colts, Commanders, Falcons, Packers, and Saints. So that's no Aaron Rodgers. By the way, the Falcons, they finally did it. Yay! You finally benched Marcus Mariota. What took you so long? <laughs> what were you waiting for? Seriously, dude. Wow, dude. What could have been? I know Desmond Ritter's a rookie, right? But he was a veteran-type rookie. He led the Cincinnati Bearcats to the college football playoff in an upset. They lost their game, but it was an upset just to be there, and he showed poise. He wasn't your typical, I don't know, less popular, less promoted quarterback coming out of college. To me, it looks like Desmond Ritter is a guy who could step in first season and be serviceable. Plus, he has to have been better than Mariota. Marcus Mariota finally showed that he's done. This was it. This was his last chance to prove himself in the NFL, and he is now done. It's over. That's putting it mildly. That is putting it mildly. He's done. No more. No moss for you, Mariota. It was a great ride. Just wish Arthur Smith had made the switch sooner. We could have got more out of Drake London, possibly. And maybe we still will now. I know that. Uh, shout out to Christian Crespo, who's in our Discord chat. He's been dying to see Desmond Ritter get the start. And I have been in total agreement with Christian. Desmond Ritter can make this offense much more effective. I truly believe that. And now, you know, their season's pretty much done here. This is a tryout where Desmond Ritter should get the chance to be the starter full go in 2023. So really nothing to lose. Maybe uh, they could win a few games and make some fantasy dreams come true. What do you say about that? That sounds good. That's what we do here on the Plaza Podcast, two L's, two Z's. We are live. Utah. Give me two. Give me two. Make sure you follow us everywhere. And I'm at MJ Govier on Twitter, of course. Please follow me. Hit me up. It's the holiday season. If you're not feeling great, please reach out to me. I care about people. I do. Because people cared about me, and they helped me when I was down. I'll never forget that. Never. So if you're feeling down and you feel like nobody's there for you, hit me up in the DMs at MJ Govier. Reach out to me. I'm not saying I got the answers, but I'm definitely willing to listen. I am. Not because I'm better than anybody or I know more than anyone else. No. I'm just a guy. But I'm a caring guy. That's a good thing. Right? Thumbs up. That's putting it mildly. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, James. I appreciate that. All right. Anywho, uh, so CJ Beathard, yeah, I think we covered all that. You're going to have to start him if you're forced to start him, and that's just how life works. Did you know that we sold out and we now have advertisements? Yeah, we've gone mainstream. We're getting $6. That's right. We've made 6 bucks so far. Can you believe it? What a dream come true, $6. Anyways, I wanted to give you some preparation, some time to be 
cognizant that a commercial is coming your way. I'm not just going to throw a commercial mid-sentence on you. I wouldn't do that. I respect you, and I know that's annoying. So here's a countdown for the upcoming advertisement from Starbucks or Spectrum, Comcast, Apple, who the hell knows. Three, a two, one. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Out of Rhythm Fantasy Sports says they did want... They did want to lose on their buy, so they started Ritter. <laughs> Very funny. Donovan's here. What's up, Donovan? My man. Good to see you, brother. How you doing, Donovan? Season's greetings to you. Donovan says he is not lying. He is willing to listen. <laughs> oh, thanks, Donovan. That's a testimonial right there. I'm going to lock that in. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. Curly's 28 LOL. That's right. That is Curly. Donovan is Curly's in our Discord. He's got a couple different names. Yeah, he's got his own avatars and secret names and that's cool you know play a few different roles but always be the same person in the end usually a good person i know donovan's a great person love you donovan hope you're having a great holiday season my friend if you're not that's totally cool shit if your day sucks today that's fine in fact it's pretty common a lot of people are having a real shitty day today a really shitty day that is a fact what are you surprised about it doesn't mean it's over it just means hey I'm having a shitty day today, and tomorrow, uh, you know, will be a new day, a new dawn. You think you're ready to run with the Bulls? I know I'm ready to run with the Bulls, motherfucker. (gasps) Oh, I swore. I know one guy posted on here a few months ago that, I loved your show until you swore. You lost me as a viewer. Ah, shit. I'm a human being. We're not run by the FCC here. I know I'm going to damage my brand. I won't be able to make as much money and grow as a show when I swear. But I want to be me. I gotta be me. I gotta be me. Do you want me to be me? I don't want, I'm not trying to play a role here. I'm just being me. So, okay, enough about me. Jesus, let's talk about football. All right. Other injury news of notes. T. Higgins looks like he's good to go. Big showdown against the Browns. Divisional showdown. The Battle of Cincinnati. Cincinnati versus Cleveland. Cleveland! Hayden Hurst is not going to play this week, though. Shit, that sucks, man. That's too bad. I was really licking him for some DFS lineups this weekend, but that's okay. No Hayden Hurst, so it goes. Tyler Huntley's going to start. Forget Lamar Jackson's not playing. Lamar Jackson's not playing. Even if he was, I wouldn't start him this week because I just wouldn't trust it. Tyler Huntley will be the man for the Ravens in their divisional showdown against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Two big AFC North showdowns. Very exciting. Tyreek Hill's fine. He's no longer shitting his pants. He's going to be fine. 
Zay Jones still up in the air. So if C.J. Beathard doesn't have Zay Jones, that will hurt C.J. Beathard's cause a little bit, a little bit. Mm, let's see, Corey Davis is going to go for the Jets. That's great news. Richie James of the Giants. Woohoo! We already said Traylon Burks is not playing. Saquon Barkley might not play this weekend against the Eagles. He's been beat up, man. They used him so much earlier in the season. This is not news. I've been telling you this on the show. The Saquon Barkley, I just can't trust him anymore because he's put in so much work already. Can't trust him! It's not his fault. He's just wearing down. So I wouldn't be excited about using Barkley against the Eagles unless they shoot him up for it. Full of Toradol. Fill his body with painkillers, then maybe Barkley will come through. But it seems unlikely, doesn't it? Uh, I think that's pretty much it for now. Jacoby Myers still not practicing. Might not be ready for the game against Arizona, which is on Monday Night Football, I believe. And Deontay Johnson is questionable. Who cares? He sucks. God, Najee Harris is good to go. I like Najee against the Ravens this week. Deontay Johnson, massive bust. No interest in him whatsoever at all. And I think that covers all the injury news and notes for the moment. There you go. That's the NFL Fantasy Football Injury Report for Week 14 as of Friday afternoon. Let's finish up the chatter here about week 14. I'll get the hell out of here and leave you all to it. I've got some Friday night bets to make in college basketball, NBA. I got my prize picks plays. I love betting on prize picks, which is an awesome app. They're not paying me to say this here. I'm saying this of my own free will. By the way, free will is myth. Look it up. Check out some neuroscience stuff, and you'll find out pretty quickly that free will is a myth. Um. Not trying to ruin your day. Just saying. Uh, Chad wants to know, did we talk about the Texans having zero wide receivers active this week? No, we did not, Chad. I hadn't talked about that yet. In fact, that's a good time to bring that up. Let's go to that right now. Let's go live to the Houston Texans depth chart. Last week, Brandon Cooks was a no-go. Nico Collins scored a touchdown. Go blue, Nico Collins. But this week, Nico Collins, Brandon Cooks, both up in the air. You know what that means? I think Chris Moore is the play. Chris Moore against that Cowboy defense. He's going to catch 10 balls for 145 yards. Lock it in. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's not what's going to happen at all. But Chris Moore looks like he will play. So he's going to be one of the main targets. Apparently Davis Mills is going to be back in the starters chair this weekend against the Cowboys. True or false? That seems to be true as of what I've read and looked around and found out about on the internet. Davis Mills back in the starters chair for the Texans. Chad says, I'm all in on Sam Darnold as the number one quarterback this week. Okay. Well, you're really throwing out some gems here, aren't you? Sam Darnold, Houston Texans. I love the Panthers, by the way. The Panthers, they're my team, man. They're fun. It really sucks that Matt Rule was so bad because the Panthers are proving they're a much better team than they were with Matt Rule, which really is an indictment of Matt Rule, like I really pushed for. In fact, last year you would have heard me sing the praises of Matt Rule and how he was going to be building a contender in Carolina in the years to come. That was wrong. That was flat out wrong. (laughs) You think you're ready to run with the Bulls? That was Carolina last year with Matt Rule, and they were not ready to run with the Bulls at all. (laughs) I can't believe how wrong it was about Matt Rule in the NFL, but hey, 
I tell you guys, I don't get them all right. Nobody gets them all right, so that's really redundant. Wrong! Yeah, I was wrong. All right. Sam Darnold against the Seahawks in Seattle. That's an interesting play. They're three-and-a-half-point dogs. I like Sam Darnold against that defense. Seattle's defense sucks. They barely beat the Rams this past weekend, and then the Rams pulled a miracle against the Raiders. But, oh, I said but. I was trying to cut out the butts in 2023. Damn it! Slap me. I deserve to be punished. Wrong! Yeah, I was wrong. Panthers up in Seattle. That's a long trip. Seattle should win the game. I'm going to take the three and a half, though, with Carolina. Most likely. Not because of Sam Darnold, though. More because of the Carolina defense, which is a stellar D. And they should be able. Because Seattle's a mash unit. We know Seattle's got major running back issues here. It looks like Travis Homer's the only guy <laughs> available. It's uh, not good. Kenneth Walker... Is not seriously hurt, but can we really rely on him this week? I'm not sure that's going to be the case. I think he's going to be out. And then DJ Dallas has been hurt and not practicing. So really it is Travis Homer and Tony Jones Jr., the former Saints running back. That's all you got here. Wrong! Yeah, that is wrong. That is very wrong. I don't think I want to... Oh, boy, that's, that's a great recipe for the Carolina D, folks. It really is. I think Carolina can win this game outright. In the Northwest, you may say to yourself, what? They're going to win this game outright, Govier? What are you talking about? You cray cray? But I would not ru- I would not rule it out. Even though Geno Smith's had a great year, he's still making plays. It's so exciting to see him do what he does. Geno Smith has been the man, and I love his story this year. Great job. Yeah, great job, Geno Smith. But DK Metcalf should play. I think he had a questionable tag, but that might have been removed. He should be okay to go now. Tyler Lockett's fine, and despite the running back issue, which I think, you know, Carolina's pretty balanced against the run and the pass, so it's going to be up to Geno Smith and the passing attack to beat Carolina here. I wouldn't, I would start Travis Homer because he could, especially in PPR, if you're in PPR leagues, Travis Homer is a start for me because he can catch the ball in the backfield and he could rack up a lot of cheap receptions, which he might not do a lot with, but at one point per catch, that's something we want. That's a good thing. Great job. Yeah, that's a great job for sure. Uh, let's see here. Comments, you guys. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Chad says, I'll go one further. There is no quarterback I'd rather start rest of season than Darnold with the Seahawks, Steelers, and Lions in some championship weeks on tap. I think you're making a great mistake there, my friend. Now, this week's good, but the Steelers' defense has been better. I would trust Mike Tomlin to tame Darnold. I think... You're getting too radical there. I really do. And then the Lions, the Lions are starting to play much better, and their defense is improving. It is. You know, everybody thought last week that the Jaguars would walk in there on that fast track of four field and tear up that Lions defense. That did not happen. That did not happen. So I'm going to disagree with you there. I like going in different directions. I like being contrarian when it's called for, when when it's time to start a player who should be started because he's got a good schedule. But that schedule, to me, is not as great as it looks. Out of Rhythm Fantasy Sports says, uh, they might play John Mechie the third or toss out Am, Am, Amari Cooper. Are we talking about uh, the Texans here? So, Out of Rhythm Sports says, play Purdy over Darnold. <laughs> oh, my God, man. You guys are funny. Damn! 
You guys are throwing out some wild cards now. Brock Purdy, by the way, is getting a lot of hype that he's going to beat Tom Brady outright because the 49ers are taking on the Bucs this weekend. And the only reason people are saying this is because what we've seen from the Bucs this year has been so bad. So very, very bad. So awful. That team sucks. They shouldn't have won the game against the Saints. There's other games they should not have won. There's games that they lost that they should have won, like the one against the Browns two weeks ago. The Bucs are... Todd Bowles sucks as a head coach. I'm sorry. I really wanted him to work out. I did. I had nothing but the best intentions with Todd Bowles. I wanted to share a course with them and have good times. Coors. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to he's going to be shit-canned at some point. Not this season. Probably after the season or maybe next year. Because Brady's going to leave and that whole thing's going to change down there. And Todd Bowles is going to be the guy who takes the fall for that as well. I feel pretty confident in saying that. But Brock Purdy's 1-0. He came in and helped the 49ers beat the Dolphins with Jimmy G broke his foot, which is just such a bummer. Jimmy G, yes, he's been up and down. Sometimes he throws a stupid interception, but he's a guy who's been to a Super Bowl, but he's been injured so much. He's had a lot of bad luck in his career. It's unfortunate. And injury luck and being available, that is a skill, right? People say being available in itself is a skill. Jimmy G doesn't have that skill. Flawless victory. So, so far, Brock Purdy's 1-0. Flawless victory. Untouched. Will he beat Tom Brady and go 2-0? We'll see about that. I know Brock Purdy really bummed me out. I'm familiar with him because I was a big Iowa State fan last year, 2021. Big expectations for Iowa State and Coach Matt Campbell in the Big 12. They had Brock Purdy, who was a senior. They had Brees Hall. You know all about Brees Hall now, the back. They were on the same team. And I think Charlie Kolar, the tight end that's on the Ravens now, was also on that squad. They had some talent, and that was a disappointing season. But is Purdy to blame for the disappointment that Iowa State was not able to do what they needed to do in 2021? Or was it overall institutional failure by the Cyclones? I'm not so sure of that, but Purdy did not perform in crunch time situations. I will say that. But he also has talent. He was a highly recruited guy out of high school, eventually. And he's with Kyle Shanahan who does get a lot out of quarterbacks. We know that. So could Brock Purdy beat Tom Brady this weekend? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a good answer. It's in San Francisco. Brady travels to San Francisco and wins. It's a three and a half point spread right now. I might take the bucks in the three and a half, but... Yeah, I think, no, I don't think Brock Purdy's going to get it done. I'm going to rely on Brady here. I know the Bucs are run by Todd Bowles, who could get in the way, but if Brady allows Bowles to just be pushed to the side and be like, hey, Todd, sit your ass down. I got this. I'm Tom Brady. Let me handle this business. I'm going to beat this team. You go sit on ass, okay, Todd? Could it what? Sitting on ass? That's exactly what Tom Brady's going to tell him to do, okay? That's how this is going to play out. Right now, the Bucs, they got too many cooks in the kitchen, right? They need to simplify the situation. Todd Bowles needs to just focus on the defense. Stop making too many conservative calls as a head coach and allow Tom Brady to thrive. Seems like a sensible situation. Is Todd Bowles overstepping here? Or are the Bucs just a bad team? Maybe I got it all wrong. I don't know. Is there too many cooks? Too many cooks. 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 I don't know. But 
I'm going to take... Oh, I said butt. Shit! Got to work on that butt. I'm taking bucks and three and a half. I am. I'm locking it in. Yep. Locked it in! Bingo. Out of Rhythm Sports says, where does Jimmy G land for 2023? Iowa State had a tall wide receiver as well. I think he was under... Oh, yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah, he was, he was getting a lot of hype, and then he was nothing in the NFL. I do... Re- I can't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about, Out of Rhythm. Anyways, Jimmy G in 2023? I don't know. I mean, Trey Lance, can the 49ers really roll with Trey Lance full bore in 2023? Maybe Jimmy G comes back again. He really could. Unless Brock Purdy shows himself to be the next thing, and then they're like, all right, well, we'll send Jimmy G elsewhere. He can go elsewhere because Jimmy G will be a free agent. He might sign with the Jets. A lot of talk about Jimmy G going to the New York Jets. So he'll be the guy that is the quarterback and compliments the defense. And actually, there's a lot of similarities between not as a coach, even though Robert Sala is the former defensive coordinator for Kyle Shanahan. But San Francisco's got a good D. The Jets got a good D. But they need quarterback play. And San Francisco needs that quarterback play. There's a lot of similarities there between the Jets and the 49ers, just at different stages of the build. Obviously, the 49ers are more advanced and have already been to a Super Bowl. But I see the Jets... Are more around. They're like the 2019 Niners. Like they're getting there. They're not quite there yet. That's how I see the Jets. Oh my gosh! I gotta go. Time's flying by. This has been fun, folks. I feel like I haven't nearly covered. Let's do a speed round here. Let me blow through this. All right. Cleveland at Cincinnati. Five and a half point favorites are the Bengals. But the Browns have the Bengals number here. But Deshaun Watson looked like shit. But Houston still got rolled by the Browns. That's how bad Houston is. I'm gonna. I love Joe Burrow. I picked Cincinnati to beat KC outright last week, and I made money on this, folks. If I, I always forget to mention where I make the money. Yeah, I made money on the parlay in the 4 o'clock window last week. I nailed all four games, and Cincinnati KC was one of them. But this time, the Browns do have an advantage over Cincinnati for some reason, and I need to dive into more of exactly why that is. Seems like a fool's bet, but I'm going to take the Browns plus 5.5. And I'm going to see if Nick Chubb can run against this Bengals defense, though. I think the Cincinnati will win this game, but it could be a field goal game. So that's why I want to take the five and a half. You should start Amari Cooper. You should start your offensive weapons for Cleveland that you're comfortable with. But, I mean, the Bengals just struggle against the Browns. It's one of those weird anomalies, right? It's very odd. And I can't quite explain it. Also, David and Joker will play in this game. So that's good news for their offense in Cleveland. David Bell should be a go. David Bell doesn't do anything, though. I'm focused on Mari Cooper, DPJ, with Njoku. Those are the three guys I'd start for Cleveland. And, of course, Nick Chubb, is you got to start him no matter what. Kareem Hunt, pfft, trash. Who knows what the hell you get out of him anymore. Wrong! No, I'm not wrong about that. I'm right about that. All right, speed dial. I got to keep moving here. Houston Texans at the Dallas Cowboys. 17-point favorites in an NFL football game. That is what's going on here. What? I need some music for this, by the way. I need, like, music that YouTube won't kick me off for. You know, the copyright-free music underneath. I I like shows with music. I always do. I love Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose and David Jacoby. I love their show because they got music underneath. I love the soundtrack underneath. Shout out Reg, by the way. Big fan of Reg. Reg. Reg the Ledge. If you ever see this or hear this, no. Reg the Ledge, you're my guy. I used to live in Maryland. You're the heartbeat of the Jalen 
and Jacoby show. And I want you to know that. And I wish that you were part of the show full bore all the time. It's a travesty what happened. You're the man, Reg. Now, I love Jalen Jacoby because they have music underneath. It's a great show. If you never listen to Jalen Jacoby, you never watch him on ESPN, that's a show you should watch on ESPN. Jalen and Jacoby are my guys. Yes. That's a guarantee. In fact, I can lock that in. A lot of locks today. I think I've been doing too many. Chad says, pour one out for wide receiver two, DeAndre Carter. Oh, why? Because Mike Williams is back? Yep. He's not on the injury report. He's now poised to play Sunday night against Miami, the Dolphins and the Chargers, which should be a high-scoring affair. The Dolphins will finally be able to run the ball because the Chargers can't stop the run at all. I like Raheem Mostert this weekend, Sunday night football. Raheem Mostert, lock it in. Should have an excellent game. I need to make more predictions like that before we leave. So in the Texans-Cowboys game, these giant favorites like this in the NFL, this is a massive spread, 17 points. You just don't see this very often. The Texans are really, really bad, but I know that the Cowboys, I said, could be a Super Bowl contender. So if I was forced to pick this game, I will take the Cowboys laying 17, but it all be, I feel like I'll be sweating it out. Odds are, though, the Dallas will destroy them like 38 to 10 or something. Dallas's running game, oh my gosh. Start Tony Pollard, of course, but definitely Zeke Elliott's going to have an excellent game in this one. He's either going to have an excellent game or the Cowboys are going to save Zeke and use Pollard more in this one. Doesn't matter who it is. The Cowboys will run like crazy against Houston's defense. That is a certainty. Very confident in that feeling. But I do like Chris Moore as a bring back in a DFS situation for the Texans. He's cheap, too, in DFS. But if you're looking for a guy to fill a void on the six buys in week 14, Chris Moore will be one of the only wide receivers available for Houston. So give it a shot. All right, Vikings at my Bozo Lions. My Bozo Lions. They certainly are Bozos, that's for sure. But, you know, they've been playing really well. Great job. They really have. They The Lions have been a pretty darn good. Not good. They've been a very, very entertaining team this year. The Detroit Lions have been very entertaining. That's putting it mildly. That is putting it mildly. So, man. Vikings have a much better record, but they're underdogs in Detroit. What does that tell you? That tells you that something fishy's going down, and I got to take the Lions. I do. I got to take my Bozo Lions because there's just they're playing really well at home. They should have beat the Bills on Thanksgiving, and they're kicking everybody else's butts at home. They look really, really good at home. The Detroit Lions do. So Jared Goff. Last week I had one of my best DFS lineups of the season. And it was Jared Goff, at quarterback. DJ Chark, I told you. Last week I said in the show, DJ Chark would have a revenge game against his Jaguar team, his former team in the Jaguars. He had six catches for 98 yards. That was his best game of the season, in my opinion. A.J. Brown had a better revenge game against the Titans, but DJ Chark was no slouch. He was able to get the job done. So, I think my Bozo Lions... Uh, I think they're going to win this game outright. I really do. I don't know who Bozo is. What is he? A clown? Go Lions. Forward down the field. <laughs> Unbelievable. I think the Lions want to win this game. And Jared Goff, again, I love Jared Goff in this situation. I love Amon Ra, of course. I like DJ Chark a lot. Get him in the lineup. He's the man. And Jamison Williams. Here we go. It's X Factor time. The super rookie from Alabama, Jamison Williams. Is it time against the Vikings? This Vikings defense is bad. It's not good. And it's going to be 
just so intense at Ford Field. One thing I always have to give credit to, to my local peeps here in Detroit, in Southeast Michigan, and, you know, from Windsor and Canadians. There's a lot of people come over from Canada who love the Lions. Shout out to our Canadian Lions faithful out there. But, I said but, damn it. In the end, the Lions should win this game, and Jamison Williams might get his first touchdown of his career. He could finally break out here. He's still coming back from the knee injury last year that he suffered at Alabama. He's really, really, really good. Maybe it'll be another week, but this is a prime spot for Jameson Williams to make a few plays here to give us a tiny taste, a tiny, tiny taste of the bright future that is Jameson Williams' career. Shout out to you, Jameson, and go Lions! Yeah! Great job. Woo! It's pretty exciting. Lions are wildly exciting. It's real weird. Uh, Chad says the Cowboys might have four players with 100 yards rushing. (laughs) That's funny. That's true. Out of Rhythm Sports said... There was Pollard and Zeke's stat for dual running backs. I can't remember what it was now. It doesn't matter what the stats are. Cowboys running backs are going to feast on that Texan defense. Just nom, 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 nom. Yes. Yummy. Okay. Continuing on this very slow speed round. Eagles at the Giants. Eagles seven and a half point favorites in New York. The Giants might not have Saquon Barkley. They're really annoying team. That's not very good, but they... Kayvon Thibodeau, by the way, the first-round draft pick, the rookie out of Oregon, looks good. The Lions passed on Thibodeau. They went with Aiden Hutchinson. Will they regret that in the future? I don't know because both players have looked pretty good so far. They're both defensive linemen who can make plays. The Eagles crushed the Titans last week. And everybody I talked to, including myself, was playing the Titans. And they were only getting four and a half points. And the Eagles crushed him. So the Eagles are going to New York now. This is a divisional rival on the road. And the Giants are the home dog, a big home dog. One thing the Giants have shown us is they're always in games. They'll probably lose this game, but I got to take the seven and a half points. And the only question here is Danny Dimes against this Philly defense. Philly can get to the passer. They can cause havoc. But Danny can run. He's joining an elite list. I heard this last week. I think it was on Bill Simmons' show about how Danny Dimes was on a list with only seven other, eight other quarterbacks all time who threw for 3,000 yards. We're going to rush for 700 yards. Danny Dimes is going to join that list? That's crazy. Good job, buddy. Great job. That's incredible. So I'm going to take the seven and a half points. I'll start Danny Dimes and Superflex for sure. I would use him as my second quarterback. In fact, I will in one of my Superflex leagues. But the Eagles should be able to make plays happen. Make plays! This is a week before the fantasy playoffs, so this will be a test for us, too, to see what the Eagles do against a team that can be annoying, but that they should beat. Our Ravens-Steelers, this is a divisional game. Tyler Huntley's playing for Lamar Jackson. Kenny Pickett's starting to find himself. The Pittsburgh defense is playing better. They beat the Falcons on the road outright. They beat the Colts outright on the road the week before that. Two straight road wins. Mike Tomlin is... Starting to find the pulse of his team, and they're buying into what he does because Mike Tomlin's the man. I would love to play for Mike Tomlin. Would you run through a wall for Mike Tomlin? I would eat garbage. I would eat garbage. I would eat straight garbage for Mike Tomlin. That's how much I love Mike Tomlin. He can just get the most out of people. There's something about Mike Tomlin and the way he can coach a team and the what he says and how he says it. 
He just gets the most out of people, and I love it. I would eat garbage for you. I'm the trash man. That's right. Trash. Straight trash. Love you, Mike Tomlin. That's why I'm going to take the Steelers out right here. I like Tyler Huntley. I would start Huntley, even though the Pittsburgh defense is starting to heat up. I like Huntley to scramble and make plays. He's going to make mistakes, and he'll probably be bogus for like two and a half quarters, but he'll make a few plays here. But I'm taking Pittsburgh minus two, and Najee Harris, I like him. I love me Pat Freermuth. I always do. I love George Pickens. I'm starting him. And Kenny Pickett... A lot of buys this week. I don't. You can't start Kenny Pickett, but I won't blame you for starting him. I would rather find a few other options, but if you have to, start Kenny Pickett. I understand doing it. It makes sense to me. There's opportunity there. And the Ravens side, Gus Edwards slows this offense down. Him and Kenyon Drake, I cannot separate the two of them. And I think Pittsburgh's getting better against the run, bit by bit. Even though they've been ripped by the run at other times, they're starting to really find themselves. T.J. Watt. Make offense, Patrick, that whole defensive side for Pittsburgh. Promising results starting to brew there in the Steel City. So if you want to start a, a Ravens wide receiver like Devin Duvernay, who Mr. Huntley found last week. I think Devin, Duvernay had 10 fantasy points last week. That's a fluke. Go ahead. I'm not starting Duvernay. If I had to start a Ravens wide receiver, I'd probably start Demarcus Robinson, but I wouldn't feel good about it. It's Mark Andrews, it's Isaiah Likely, and that's pretty much it. Good luck with that. I think the Ravens are a paper tiger. They've been kind of a fraud this year. And I hate to say that because I really like the Ravens. I lived in the Baltimore area. I lived in Maryland for a couple years. I really got into Baltimore. And it was right when Lamar Jackson was a rookie and he was coming up and he took over the team from Joe Flacco and everybody was excited. Now it's 2022 and look where we are. Look what Lamar Jackson has become. He has not become... A multi-time MVP. In fact, the MVP season looks like a fluke. Kind of like Cody Bellinger with the Dodgers in baseball. 2019 MVP? Haven't seen a whiff of that since. Coincidence? I don't think so. I'm the trash man. Yeah, the trash man came by. Maybe that's what happened. What do you think of that, huh? Chad says, I think Omar Epps should get an Emmy for his portrayal of Mike Tom. (laughs) They do. Yeah, they are doppelgangers, aren't they? That's a good call. That's not bad. When there's a... The Mike Tomlin story, the biopic. Do you say biopic or biopic, by the way? Biopic? I think Omar Epps should play him. In fact, I speaking of Omar Epps, I watched the program last week. I love that movie. Omar Epps plays the hot rookie running back who gets recruited. And then Ray Griffin's the pissed off older running back who doesn't want to lose his job. But clearly, Omar Epps is much better. I love the program. Program is a great football movie. It's not talked about enough. It's definitely one of my top three all-time favorite football movies. The Program. Lock it in. Yep, love The Program. It's kind of old now. It's 20... Oh, my God. It's 29 years old. (laughs) James Caan plays the head coach. Love The Program. It's awesome. Great movie. Christy Swanson's in that movie, too. Oh, Christy Swanson. Big crush on Christy Swanson when I was younger. Reese Witherspoon, Christy Swanson. These are women that I admired incredibly. As a young man. And I still admire to this day. Christy Swanson, if you're out there, I hope you're doing great. I hope you're having a wonderful life. If you ever want to come on the show, you're more than welcome to. And, of course, that goes for Reese Witherspoon as well. Reese Witherspoon has an open invite. Great job. On this show in perpetuity. If that wasn't obvious before, I want to make that obvious now because I got to tell you, Reese Witherspoon is such a damn good actress. Big fan, Reese. Big, big fan.
Always will be. All right. Uh, Chiefs and ooh, the Chiefs and the Broncos. This is a fun one. So here it is. The Oscar goes to the best animated short film. If anything happens, I love you. Will McCormick and Michael Govier. Reese Witherspoon. Mike Govier. Reese Witherspoon said my name. That's so awesome. Thank you, Reese Witherspoon. I appreciate that. Out of Rhythm Sports says, Titans will rebound after getting their ass kicked. The downside, Henry is only running for 2.3 a carry, which has been super low for him the past four weeks. Yeah, but he's not done yet. It's just some bad stretches for him. Jaguars are a good team to get right against. Beat them up, push them around, throw them around, lock it in. Great job. Great job. So the Chiefs and the Broncos. Guys, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) what do you want me to say here? The Broncos suck. They're nine-point dogs at home. The Chiefs should destroy them. But the Broncos' unders always hit. But they haven't played the Chiefs yet. In fact, I remember last year's game in Denver when Kansas City came to town. It was late in the year. I think it was a Saturday game. And the Chiefs struggled a little bit before they turned it on and shut down the Broncos. Now, they didn't have Russell Wilson, so now they're a much better team. The Orange Crush are dominating with Russell Wilson at the helm as the quarterback of this team. That's a lie. <laughs> That's putting it mildly. Yeah, that's really putting it mildly. I'm taking the Chiefs in the minus nine. I know you don't do this because they're a divisional opponent, even though Denver can't score. Their defense is pretty good, and the unders always hit. But this is Kansas City. Kansas City went into San Francisco and crushed them, 44-23. I'm taking the Chiefs minus nine. I don't feel great about it. I think it's risky, but I'm going to do it. And from the Chiefs' perspective, I don't fear that Denver offense enough. So you got to start everybody. Isaiah Pacheco's the main man in the backfield. You always start Travis Kelsey. I would love to see some more plays made by Smith-Schuster, which I think will happen. But if you're banking on MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who's a guy that I have been in love with in the past, have now fallen out of love with because he always lets me down. Good luck with that. MVS, people always think, oh, if he just catches one 75-yarder, it'll make your day. It doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Uh, Bucks Niners, I already talked about that. I like the Bucks, and I think they'll win outright. Ooh! Shocking. Yeah, let's do it. I'm locking it in. Then I talked about Panthers, Seahawks, how I feel there. I love Donta Foreman. I know Chubba Hubbard's getting some more carries, but as long as Foreman starts and is healthy, Foreman should have a big game against the Seahawk defense. I love Donta Foreman this week. Lock it in. Donta Foreman's the man, and he should do very well in Week 14. Booyah. Dolphins Chargers, I love Raheem Mostert going against his ground attack. I know Jeff Wilson will be involved as well, but I'm leaning Mostert over Wilson slightly in this matchup. But that's really just a gut instinct. I don't have anything to give you that would provide data or analytical support for that cause. I will take uh, the Chargers are at home, but it's not a home field advantage. Uh, This is really tough. This is super hard. Maybe I'll, t- I guess I'll take the charges of the plus three, but I hate it. I don't like it at all. I really don't. They do have Mike Williams back, as Chad mentioned here a little while ago. So that'll be a bonus for Justin Herbert and company. You got to start Williams. You got to start Justin Herbert. You start Eckler. Hopefully he catches more balls. They don't seem to run the ball enough in San Diego. I know that Mostert and Wilson will run the ball on this Chargers defense this weekend, though. That's something I'm really feeling good about. I don't know if Jalen Waddle's going to play or not in this game. That's up in the air, I think, still, as of this afternoon. That's kind of a bummer. But Tyreek Hill's a full goal. He should bust loose for a couple big plays. And I like Trent Shurfield. Trent Shurfield had the one catch for 75 yards and a touchdown. It was the only catch of the game. It was a 75-yard touchdown right off the bat against the 49ers last week. 
And I like Trent Shurfield to catch a few more balls, get more involved. If Waddle isn't a go, I love Shurfield even more. So keep an eye on that. That's really important. And for DFS purposes. Finally, Patriots at the Cardinals. What an awful game this is in Arizona. Arizona's two-point dogs to a team that's coming cross-country to face them in the desert. I know Cliff Kingsbury's on the edge. Kyler Murray is a self-involved guy who's just full of himself. Doesn't seem to care about the team, according to Patrick Peterson. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know. Take the Cardinals plus two. They're going to lose by one to the Patriots. You start D-Hop, Marquise Brown. Start all those players. James Conner. Yeah, I'm starting them all. I don't like Kyler Murray, but you got to start him if you're using him, especially with all the other players on buys this week. And then for the Patriots side, yeah, start Ramondre, I guess. But the Cardinals are actually better against the run than they are anything else. I think they're going to limit the run and make New England pass more. And if New England can't throw the ball, then they're in real trouble. And we know New England struggles to do that because Matt Patricia is one of their offensive coordinators. Do I need to say any more than that? I don't think so. Yes, thank you. All right, there you go. That's uh, some of my analysis for this week. I feel like I left a few gems on the table, but I will share them in the Discord leading up to kickoff on Sunday. And, of course, on my Twitter feed, MJ Govier or the Palazzo Podcast, 2Ls, 2Zs. Give me two. Find us anywhere. If you want to sign up for the Patreon, we're going to reformat it and have a big boost to the patrons in 2023. It starts for as little as $3. Great time to get in. It's a bargain right now. I'm telling you, it's going to be a bargain. But we will build, and we will grow from this. It's been a pleasure talking football with you guys. Week 14, I love doing the show. Don't forget, we got all the baseball shows we did this week as well. Please share the YouTube channel. Check out the Justin Henry Malloy interview. Share it with your friends. If you're a Tigers fan, that's an even bigger reason to share it. Even if you're not, if you're just a prospects or a dynasty guy, check out the interview. It's a really honest, forthright interview from his living room. How cool is that? You know that's cool. It's pretty damn sweet. I think that covers it all. I want to thank Chad, Jamie, Just Bob, everybody who's always in the chat here. We had a quieter chat this week, and that's fine, too, because I think the show's better when I don't have to just answer questions, especially from the audio perspective. When you guys hear the, the podcast version of this later and you keep hearing question after question from the people in the live chat about their teams, who they want to start, sit, trade options. It doesn't make for great audio. makes for a good live stream, though. Chad says, College Bowl betting preview show next Friday. Ooh, you want to do one together? Chad, that's right. You are into college football. We should probably do that. That's not a bad idea. I don't think about that. Because I'm definitely putting all my bowl picks, ftmbets.com. Get complete access to all my bowl picks. If you sign up, use promo code MJGovier. I'm 30 games over 500 against the spread this year in college football. 30 games over. That's really good. Large volume, too. Big volume. I'm like 162 and 132. Okay? And then the Patreon will be getting those soon. Autorhythms Fantasy Sports said, who would you start this week? Golf, Huntley, Tannehill, Purdy, Pickett, Mike White, and drop Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I'd drop Lamar Jackson. I'd pick up Golf. I would start Golf this week for sure. I definitely would, without a doubt. I already said I would start Tannehill, but I'd rather start Goff. No, I meant uh, Huntley. I'd rather start Huntley. No, I'm saying everything wrong now. Jesus. Great job. Goff over Huntley. Goff over Tannehill. Goff over Purdy. Goff over Pickett. Goff over White. Goff. Huntley over Tannehill. Huntley over Purdy. Uh, Pickett, Huntley, tie. Um, 
Mike White over Pickett, Mike White over Purdy. Yeah, there we go. Okay, I nailed some of that. Donovan says, much love. May we all have a fruitful weekend. That's right, Donovan. I hope all of our dreams come true this weekend. And Chad says, if you want me to to absolutely, I'm finally cough-free after coughing my way through Out of Rhythm Fantasy Sports' show. So, yeah, just text me next week if you want to do it. All right, we'll talk about that, Chad. It's a pleasure as always, everybody. Thank you for being a part of the show. Please subscribe and like this video and share it around. Let's get to 400 subscribers on YouTube. I know we can do it. I know we can do it. We can do it. Great job. Great job, everybody. I'm going to turn it over to Al Pacino now as he closes out our football show, just like we do every week. Cheers, everybody. I don't know what to say, really. Three minutes to the biggest battle of our professional lives. All comes down to today. Either we heal as a team, or we're going to crumble. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. Believe me. And we can stay here, get the shit kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back into the light. We can climb out of hell. One inch at a time. Now, I can't do it for you. I'm too old. I look around, I see these young faces, and I think, I mean, I made every wrong choice a middle-aged man can make. I, uh... I pissed away all my money, believe it or not. I chased off anyone who's ever loved me. And lately, I can't even stand the face I see in a mirror. You know, when you get old in life, things get taken from you. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff, you find out life's this game of inches. So is football. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. On this team, we fight for that inch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing. Between living and dying. I'll tell you this, in any fight, it's the guy who's willing to die who's gonna win that inch. And I know if I'm gonna have any life anymore, it's because I'm still willing to fight and die for that inch. That's what living is. The six inches in front of your face 
Now, I can't make you do it. You got to look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Now, I think you're going to see a guy who will go that inch with you. You're going to see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're going to do the same for him. That's the team, gentlemen. And either we heal now as a team or we will die as individuals. That's football, guys. That's all it is. Now, what are you going to do? Go, 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 go.